You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained 114. Yes, we're back again. It's me, not Mario, Neil, in the host chair, ready to pour some liquid gaming into your ears. Doesn't that sound terrible and cheesy? It is. What I go with it. As we are here to talk about games, I need people to talk with, or it would just be a man talking to himself for 90 minutes, which, to be honest, that's what YouTubers are for. Um, first up, Kevin, row, row, row your boat, rhombus, one of those. How are you doing, Kev? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? Excellent, thank you. Yeah, it's just coming off of a cold, so yes, and a bit rusty on the old practice on podcasting, so just spitting out pretty much whatever comes out of my mouth at the minute. Fun. All right. <laughs> and also with us today, we have the Vashta, Aaron Vashni. How are you doing, Aaron? Hello, doing fine. Thank you very much. Fantastic. And also in here, here's the Russian bear himself, Gary. <laughs> the <Himself>. Russian bear? <laughs> yes. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> I should just change I my name Gary. to Kuma. <laughs> Kuma. <laughs> Gary Kuma. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Right, good and, to have you back. Oh, oh yeah, it's good to be back. Nice to have a, a full, almost full roster. Well, Mike, unfortunately, which is, yeah, we're almost all here. Because, of course, we have to have a podcast with one particular person. As we know, if he is not on it, it is the end times, plagues, <laughs> you know, frogs falling out the sky, dogs marrying cats, all that sort of thing. Ben Shillaber Hall, otherwise known as Chili. It's doing, a ben? me, a Chili. <laughs> That's a spicier meatball. <laughs> and other horrible racist Italian. <laughs> and how do you do that then, Ben? You're a good I'm not too you? bad, thank you. Splendid. Splendid. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, the other guys asked me, I'm, I'm fine, so I'm definitely fine. Just, just making uh, sure. Which right, it, 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 like inter- <laughs> it starts to sound like an intervention. People are, going, are you sure you're okay? Are you okay? It's just we're worried about you. It's a, we haven't uh, seen you in weeks, you, you, so we just we just don't know, man. Oh yeah, last week I I, I actually went out on See, you could have Friday, been attacked yeah, by Friday cats night. or something. <laughs> no, I attacked other people, people's ears with my karaoke, which was quite fun. Yeah, a proper uh, okay. karaoke bar on a Friday night, and uh, yeah. So that's why you were you were arrested. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I know the Akira uh, at all. I cannot go around the streets doing karaoke and beating people up. It doesn't work like Yakuza. <laughs> anyway, here to talk about games. So I suppose, Ben, as I'm talking to you right, right now, Ben, anything interesting you've been playing this last week? Uh, just my usual game, Smite and Thermity 14. Ah, how is Smite doing for you? Anyway, you, I've, you've I've got quite into monies. it. I spent oh, lots mate. of money. The on sign of a good night. game for Ben. <laughs> Ben's <laughs> game, you know, if you want Ben's seal of approval, it's that he has emptied his wallet, wallet yeah. into it, a game yeah. at least twenty times. Yeah, uh, I'm, you I'm are, to, yeah. Get, to get a skin. 
because the skin is random and I emptied all my monies to get the skin. Were you uh, very much into MOBAs before this? Or is this no, just not really. the sort of one that's hit you? So, so this, this yeah. is the version that's done it for you? Yeah, pretty much. I like the controls. I like just, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but I like it with splendid. friends because otherwise random as say I'm a three-year-old and kick me from parties. You've got plenty of those. I'm sure you'll be sending those uh, yeah. recommendations. Well, yeah, there's a refer a friend system, and I hope to refer as many friends as I can. Yes, yeah, so if you're a friend of Ben, you will be getting a referral. Well, once they've made it so you don't have to... It, it's annoying. If you refer a friend, they have to join a party and do a match with you, not just play the game. It's quite annoying. I suppose, right. I suppose that's... Yeah, I suppose that works in some ways, yeah. It's... Uh, Sort of weird method of doing it, but for you, fifteen hundred friends. No, one thousand seventy friends. Still over a thousand. It's a lot, Ben. It's a lot. That's a good thousand more than I have. I accidentally referred Shuhi Yoshida to Smite last night, though. Well, he doesn't play enough games, so that's fair enough. So. I'm playing it in VR, bitch. (laughs) He's like, I can't do it. Unless it's a hard game, I'm not bothering, he'll say. It's not Dark Souls 3, so it's not going to bother. Ah, Dark Souls 3, which I'm sure will be in our hands within time, eh, Gary? Soon enough, soon enough. (laughs) Not that that we could talk about it if we did have it. But uh, beyond the... Saying that, there's been a lot of quite a bit of freedom with that game so far you know because it's out in japan now and a lot of you know, bandai and said you know, hey you can show this much of the game you can talk about this much you know, people are streaming bits and bobs it's well what's, it's what's really kind of pissing them off is the game i guess has an english track so the whole game is in english as well in english as well and people are like and just streaming the english version rather than the japanese one and they're like well that sucks <laughs> yeah and it's unfortunate and for a game that's full of secrets i suppose it's annoyed a lot of people that it's you know, a good few weeks before the game comes out and there's a lot that could be said but then i don't know what's going on in the background who's watching tv oh no that might actually be coming from the controller uh <sighs> that would be of course, yes, reckon. we are streaming at the same time as this. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, that would probably be Vash's controller. <laughs> it, it, is there actually a way to turn that off? Yeah, it should be in the settings. You have something that will turn that off uh, so that the uh, sound doesn't come through the controller. Anyway, yes, Dark Souls 3. Bit of a oh. shame that they're going on the info blowout, you reckon, Gary? What was that? It's a bit of a shame that they are allowing so much information to be freely out there before most of the public can buy it. It, it is. I think it's ridiculous, especially since, the, like, if it was, like, a week away, maybe four days, I can understand, but the game is, like, two weeks away from release. That's a long hmm. time for boss videos to be going up. Like, somebody's already posted a video of all the bosses in the game. Wow, that sucks. But, two weeks but even the trailers the themselves out. have been, the trailers have been very heavy with spoilers as well so far, and it's just, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't like, bother me as much. It's I Dark like Souls, so you don't really know what's a boss and what isn't because everything is no. a boss in Dark Souls. In Dark Souls, <laughs> um, usually when it's about five, you know, fifty times the size of you, is a good chance it's a boss. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not usually one of those one-hit kill things. 
that you get at the Is beginning of the game. Is there the preview build, by the way, that has the night glitch, or does the retail one have it? Yes, it's the preview build that has that at okay. the minute, which is uh, all the PC codes that have gone out so far have been preview builds. So when the console ones come in, it will be discs and final retail copies. Well, if you've got the Xbox version, you can already play in English. Exactly. Yeah, but then you have to play at 900p. Uh, I don't care, honestly. But <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, yeah. not you don't want to get into that argument right now, man. <laughs> I, I, I can only play my Dark Souls if it's in full 1080p's, but you've got to count all those P's so you can dodge stuff. And then you lose them again. And you die yeah. again and again and again. Dark Souls. Yes, yeah, sorry. Slight side tangent there, but it just reminded me of Dark Souls. Um, but as I was talking to you, Gary, as we talked Ben's game, Gary, what have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? I've been playing uh, a little more Division with Ben, actually. We went into the Dark Zone uh, yesterday, which was quite fun. Uh, we got surrounded, actually. <laughs> There's a moment where we we ran and we stopped because we saw a bunch of Rikers guys, which is one of the gangs in the game. And then we turned yeah. around and the cleaners were right behind us and they're like advancing towards us from both ends and we're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and Ben's great idea was, what, what did you do, Ben? Did you throw a grenade or something? No, I shot one of the, the cleaners then ran away. Yeah, he shot one of the cleaners. He <laughs> bolted. Tells me later as I'm sitting there fighting. He's like, Gary, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> I take off. And we just let them kill each other. It was pretty great. Um, Splendid. <laughs> but yeah, then there's but, a one uh, moment where we're sitting on a rooftop. Ben goes down to collect his clothing items because he's going to run into the middle of a gunfight for clothing items. And I stayed upstairs. And out of nowhere, like the enemies respawned in the building. <laughs> and I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> and I just like bolted out of there. We both got massacred because we didn't see it coming. It was a great moment. Very fun stuff. But uh, yeah, so we did that. Um, I've been playing a game for review on the Vita, which I guess I can talk about because there isn't any like embargo for it. I can post the review whenever I want. Um, no, you it's, yes, yeah. Talk away. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's called a Trillion God of Destruction. It's um, one of those weird Japanese games where... Um, you pretty much, you're you're the great overlord of hell. Um, you're a descendant of Lucifer and Lilith, and you have a whole bunch of um, other world uh, warlords with you or overlords, sorry. And they're based on the seven deadly sins, and of course they're all female with crazy character design and enormous. And um, pretty much this god of destruction called Trillian comes to destroy the underworld. And you have to stop him. And it, it's weird because what you have to do is you have to train each of the of the seven deadly sins. Uh, each one of those characters, you train them. And then you go fight Trillian. And Trillian's name because he has a trillion hit points. And you go and fight him. And <laughs> no. chances are you're not going to win in your first fight. So if you lose a character, they're dead permanently. So then you have to train another one of the... Uh, one of the sins, one of the other characters. So you pretty much have seven tries of training. And I think training lasts for like um, a whole week is seven days. And I think there's like uh, a seven week period. So you just train and train and train to get their stats up. You distribute points into their stats. And then you go and fight Trillian. Get his health down as much as you can. And then hopefully, you know, the next one will survive. So you have to pick and choose who you want to die and who you want to save. I guess is mm, is where it's going. Yeah. 
No, it, yeah, like at first I was like, what the hell is going on in this game? Like it took me like <laughs> 10 hours to figure out the mechanics of the game. Because you don't you don't actually get to fight. Like the only time you fight is when you go into, I guess it's called the the valley of death, where you get to train your character. Like you have to get like five coins to go in there and you just kill and collect items and stuff. Like it took me so long to figure out how the mechanics work in that game. The combat mechanics. I was like, okay, if I move, how come the character moves this way and it was so weird was to me, so but once I figured out how it works, it actually became very addicting and very entertaining. And so yeah, yeah, it's else? actually, it, it went from a, a, a very bad game, like, oh my god, this game is terrible, to I was like, wow, this game is actually kind of fun once you learn how to do everything in it. Oh, cool, so one year round in the end so far. So far, I was going to say. Yeah, so far, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of upset because I didn't know that one of my characters is going to have to die. And, like, the first character I picked was my favorite one. I was like, wow, she looks awesome. She's got a crazy scythe. She looks cool. And, of course, she's dead now. And there's nothing I can do to bring her back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess the, yeah, yeah, I the guess game is going to have multiple endings. Multiple and if you can even defeat Trillian in, in the time period that you have, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've been playing that, and um, some more Mario Kart with my friends, like always. And another game for PS4 that I'm reviewing, but that one I cannot talk about. Hush, hush. I think it's probably one of the rare weeks where I don't have anything hush, hush yet, because it's either <laughs> coming out next week, or I haven't got it yet. <laughs> yeah, or I'm playing ports of games that came out five years ago, so... Fine, but yeah, good. Um, let's see, Kevin, you've been quiet. So I should I ask have. you. You have. So Kevin, what what have you been playing this week? Anything interesting? I could say no, because I haven't really been playing much. So the only games I've been playing is Vainglory, Dying Light, The Following, and Planet Coaster. Sounds like a lot of games to me. <laughs> That's about as many as I played. <laughs> More than I played. <laughs> yeah, but you play a lot of time. I don't, so, yeah. But yeah, th those were pretty much my games. Not much. It is. And that was the Kevin Information Hour. So <laughs> we'll go on to the next <laughs> Information Minute. Information <laughs> Minute. Info Minute. Uh, info Minute. Um... It's, it's on you then, my friend. Well, You've been playing uh, a, a Trapmania Turbo, haven't you? I have been, because oh, yeah. that's full reviews. So um, I only got that on Thursday, I think. Yeah, Thursday. So I haven't yeah, really Thursday. had much time to actually play the game yet. But uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed that quite a bit so far. Um, another game I'm reviewing is Dirt Rally. Now, I have played it on the PC, so I know pretty much what to expect but yeah so oh, yeah, there could be differences uh, I'd, I'd imagine yeah, it should only just be graphics a difference probably not as probably. many P's not as many uh, P's again I, I'm hoping it'll be nice smooth 60 FPS so all I'm really expecting a difference is to be the uh, probably the poppins I'd imagine there'll be a lot of that but other than that I think it should look pretty nice and play pretty nice and pretty much exactly oh, yeah, the same. Oh yeah, how it handles at the end of the day with that. That's going to be the most. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's going to stay the same. Yep. 
then obviously I'm playing. Well, if you're actually listening to this live anyway, I'm playing Dragon Quest Heroes again. I'm 30 hours through the game. Well, probably going to be 32 by the time this podcast ends, but I've really been away at this game. <laughs> you played it since <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, We've yeah, all got games like that. So yeah, there's no exactly. much shame there. Yeah, I'm now um, 155 days playtime on Fantasy 14. 155, geez. That's a long time. That's, but that's a in lot. three and a half years. Yeah. Three and a half, four years if you, if you count the alpha test. Four years. You spent about a third six of a year hours a day. That's <laughs> four. <laughs> <laughs> that's six hours a day, every day. That's insane. That's, that's a job. That's literally a job. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhei Yoshida and Square Enix should say here, just be a GM. Well, I'm already yeah, a yeah, senpai. Tell Square so. that. Oh, wow. Well. There you go. If you're listening, Square, that's it. You know, Ben should just <laughs> roam the halls uh, as yeah, your official everything. peacekeeper. Yeah, be amazing. That's <laughs> it. He's always around, so it's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure if they've Listen, got questions, was... I can answer them. Yeah, yeah you probably know the game inside and <laughs> out at this point. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, Aaron, or was that everything you played? Uh, there was one. Oh, um, Satellite Rain. I'm not sure if it's oh, on yes, PlayStation. Sorry, you... It's not. It was not long come onto PC. So Yeah, it does look very good. I saw a bit of your stream before, and I think I watched... At least, and Quentin Smith play it on Cool Ghosts uh, a few months back as well. It does, as you said yourself, it's very uh, Syndicate esque the way it plays. Yeah, it, a bit of it was it. Um, developed originally, well, by the guys who were originally behind Syndicate Wars. So you've hmm. got your, well, yeah, they know exactly what they're doing on how to make a Syndicate game, and that's exactly what they've done. And just looking at, well, I've only done two parts so far, which is about four hours worth of gameplay, and I'm absolutely loving the game. That game would work very nicely, I think, on the console. Yeah, considering what has come through in the last like year or so, you know, when you've had turn-based and real-time based, and yeah. it's a game that it works, and it, it's quite possible, I think, looking at yeah. it, it, it's absolutely... I mean, I think similar games the bit yeah. of wasteland in there in the sense of free movement and turn-based battles and stuff like that but uh and a bit invisible ink so yeah the games like that can come to playstation then that easily could which actually leads me into what i've been playing quite nicely is that i've been playing a turn-based game probably my favorite turn-based game of all time as it's uh just popped up this week on the vita and uh yeah XCOM. Finally came to Vita after all these little rumours about would it uh, or would it not? And yeah, so it was the store updated and this along with a couple of other surprises which we'll talk about later. Um, the worst release I've ever seen, man. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's like no about it, at all. But there you go. 2K, yeah, 2K have not advertised it at all on like their social media platforms. They say, hey, look, it's here on Vita. It's literally like they said, yeah, here you go. I mean, they as got 2K got China tweet... to do it. By someone, I admittedly contacted you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, Ben, 
showed me it. I think it was just after midnight that night, wasn't it, where the uh, store yeah. changed over. Yeah. And it was like, what, what, what? And then I went digging in there, and then I found out that Bully and Manhunt were in there as well on the store, and it was just like, what a crazy night. Oh, uh, those two were still fads, weren't they? Yeah, just that whole thing, you know. People will probably moan next week when the plus lineups knock to their liking or something, but you know. I'm really tempted with this. Man. This was a store week. I've never played it. Yeah, what, what's yeah. even worse is they this... still haven't acknowledged it. No. That <laughs> like two K's Twitter pages didn't even mention it. No, they haven't said nothing, and like I said, they've handed it off to Two K China to do, which, to be honest, would lead you to think the worst. You think, oh god, they just dumped it out. On a, a long forgotten system and not any fanfare at all. It's like, but no, I tell you what, it really, really plays well. Considering how the PS3 version did suffer a lot with, you know, it was very choppy and it was very glitchy and buggy at times, but I still loved it. You know, like that. It's, it's one of those games graphical. where, like, if, if you can do it on mobile, you should easily be able to put it on the video. Yeah, so it probably has the same issues the PS3 version had, and it's graphically a little worse off, obviously, not quite the same polish, but it's it works, and it's good, and it's fun, and it literally has the whole of XCOM Enemy Unknown and Enemy Unwin- uh, Within in it, which is remarkable to fit all that, considering you know, they're saying, oh, we can't fit XCOM 2 onto PS4, but they're <laughs> fitting a, a game that barely ran on PS3 onto a Vita, and it's running well. Uh, it's my only issue is that you know, it loads a bit long, but then that again was a PS3 issue. And if you put the uh, Iron Man mode on, which of course saves after every turn, so that you can't go and scrub your saves and start again, it um, actually stops the game to save for a few seconds. And but being a turn-based game, you can get away with that more. It's it's just really good. It's brilliant fun. I, I'm really gobsmacked that it isn't a complete disaster because 2K and Vita don't really go well. If you remember the fated launch of Borderlands 2 on Vita, which when it came out originally was an absolute shit show of a game. It was it just ran so terribly. And then they tied in the whole trophy list stuff with the main game. So it's like, well, why am I playing again? It's like, <laughs> you've got everything you already had. And then you couldn't access half the DLC. So yeah, I'm majorly, majorly surprised. But before I move on with the rest of the stuff, we were going to talk about this anyway, and we just mentioned it a minute ago. Liam Manhunt appearing was out of the blue. It's mad. It's it's crazy. Um, so I'm going to go around and ask everyone if, yeah, what they thought of those games back in the day and if they want to play them again. So I'll start with uh, you, Gary. Do you want oh, to play Liam oh. Manhunt again on PS4? I would love to play them. I once I get some more money, I'll definitely be picking them up. Uh, and Manhunt yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Manhunt for sure because it was such. It was a game so ahead of its time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that and it, it's its thing on violence is brilliant in the sense that it's not violence for the sake of violence. It's violence because the you know, cash has to do it. The protagonist. Yeah, uh, he has no other choice. It's either do this or. Uh, He's not just uh, killing for the sake of killing. It's another one of those Rockstar games where people uh, in the media went crazy about it without actually looking at what it was. Even Bully, yeah. to the same extent. It, it was play. definitely a game that came out 
during the time where video games were being attacked for their violence. Um, and then you yeah. got Manhunt, and it was like, holy crap, it threw the violence up to, like, 20. Which is but, why I, I always found Manhunt 2 suffered so badly for that, because it was just violence for the sake of violence. It was, there was yeah. no real reasoning for it in the same way, and it, it, was late. it lost the key message of what it was. Yeah, Manhunt 2 and, was, like, a big, like, middle finger to the media saying, we can do it, and there's nothing you can do to stop us. That's what it felt like to me, at least. Yeah, and it sort of went against the idea of what made the game, the original game, good for me. And, yeah, Man, so Manhunt for sure. I'm very interested in. As well. <laughs> I, I, I'm still wondering if it still has the the voice commands, um, in it like the original one did. If you had a headset for your PS2, I guess. Um, uh, interestingly, um, it should, you said I that guess. it had move controls. Did you not, Kevin? Kevin's gone on dark. PS2. Well, no, remember the PS4 it went to... version on the store says it has move and sharpshooter support. Because if you remember, Manhunt 2 went on the Wii, and you could use the sticks to do the, the kills okay, right, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. motion controls. I think they may have ported that over to the move stuff here, which is interesting, especially you can't normally use that stuff very well on PS4. I'm not which sure awesome what, what happened there. Yeah, it's it's cool in a way, but at the same time, it's like eh, it didn't really work at the time. So yeah. nice enough, <laughs> but yeah, strange. Yeah, I imagine but... that would still work though. The older uh, mic trick, uh, yeah, that was one of the first clever mic tricks. That was yeah, yeah. But as far as um, oh, no. Bully goes, I, I enjoyed Bully. Um, I have it on my PC, so I don't really see another reason to buy it on a PS4. Bully was one of those games where, like, it really had no purpose outside of you just being a dick to people. <laughs> um, like, it, it's a game where you make your own fun, and it's it, to me, I need something to, to push something me forward. It's not a game where I can't play games where here's this environment, here's go do whatever you want. I get super bored with those types of games. Sandbox, basically, you don't like. What was that? Sandbox games you don't like. I like sandbox games if there is a direction to them, but if you just like throw me into a world and say go have fun, like I will get bored. Like in GTA, after I finished the story of GTA Five, um, like quite honestly, I got super bored because there's really nothing else to do outside of going out and finding the Easter egg side quests, like the aliens stuff like that. Like people have fun doing that, and that's fine. But I got super bored. Same thing uh, happened with Saints guys. Row. Like I get to like, have superpowers in Saints Row Four, but I can't really do anything with them if I've cleared the map of all the aliens. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, the I uh, it doesn't say just PlayStation Move support. It says PlayStation Move Racing Wheel compatible. Racing what? wheel. Yeah, <laughs> if you check it the store now, it says Racing Wheel compatibility for Manhunt. What? I tell you what it is. It's a code for uh, to leak what's coming next from Rockstar. They're just giving you little clues within their re-releases. So it's, it's obviously going to be Midnight baby. Club, isn't it? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in our Slack chat. Uh, there's a spot on the roster open now. So. The hardest racing game in the world. God, it was, wasn't it? I put it in our Slack chat, by the way, guys. If anyone is listening to the podcast. Yes, it's... Uh, 
compatible remote play, blah blah. And yes, yeah, there's two sharp shoot uh, move racing wheel compatible. I don't know why. I just, I just, Maybe you can go around battering people with racing wheels in the new manhunt. <laughs> I don't remember that one. So I don't remember where you just took the steering wheel off a car and just garroted someone with it. But there you go. Maybe I missed that bit. Maybe that's what you're supposed you to do, is take your real racing wheel and just throw it over the head to someone. <laughs> For simulate you killing somebody with it? Oh my god. <laughs> And as long as you've got a camera connected to your PlayStation 4, it tracks and scores how well you do. Only takes 20 whole megabytes of save. <laughs> Back in the day, that was like, it's far too much. <laughs> your memory card couldn't hold that. What are you talking about? 8 megabyte memory cards. <laughs> oh, on the right. PlayStation 1, there were two meg cards, and they I saved had about 128k. I had a 16 oh, megabyte on the PS1, but wow. it deleted itself after you got so much. <laughs> it's like 16 oh, meg! Bad. Oh, you've used 8 meg! Okay, we're going to start deleting everything you already had before, even though it's it got 8 meg left. Oh, you got one of those cheap ones, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always had that as a backup one. It's like for the games I wasn't that bothered by. But yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Anyone else wanting to play them again? Have any fond memories of those two games? Um, I just want to play it for the first time. You not played either of them. Neither. No, I'm not played fully all. Neither. I think fully aged better. Bully's very British in its approach. It, it, you can definitely see the British side of Rockstar in that game. It's uh, just the way the school's set up and, you know, going to classes and stuff. And though it is American set, it's the rules of it are very much English. And it's, I like that about it. It, it was a, a nice alternate way to go, to relive your childhood <laughs> that wasn't quite so awful. With, uh, I was the one being bullied as a child, so it'd be nice to do the opposite way around. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to shove people in bins. And... <laughs> but, but no, it, to clarify, it, you know, the, the whole thing of bully is that you know, it may be called bully, but you're not actually the bully. You're just a guy in school who's new, and you can choose to be a, a bit of a dick to people or not. It's up to you. But yeah, I'm a bit dick. It's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful game. And it's a wonderful little map, and it's just ah. Uh, the magical little thing, and the fact that you had different seasons in the game and stuff, uh, and it went to Christmas and Halloween, and uh, it's magical. And Manhunt, ah, oh, it's just something very John Carpenter esque about that game. But it just appeals to me, just the, yeah, especially I the just, music. I, I just want Max Payne too. <laughs> well, that's bound to be. <coughs> I want to remaster the first Max Payne. That's been on a couple of times now, hasn't it? No, but no, actual, uh, actual. Yeah, you know, with new graphics and stuff. Uh, new everything, to be honest. Yeah. You know, Max Payne, as, I'll as pick when it comes to Max Payne. Yeah. When it, with the first Max Payne, yeah, bullet time side, it was a bit, it's a bit wank now, to be honest. It, to be fair, all I did was put the play bullet well. time on and play about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Fall of Mona Sachs, the Max Payne 2 game, that is a, that is a really good game. And uh, Max Payne 3 is, again, just fantastic as well. 
Yeah, I'd like to see that. That was, that was actually going to be my next question, funny enough, which was, uh, what do you think they're doing next, Rockstar? So, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, we know that they're doing dead red. Oh, sorry. We don't know. No, it's like it's just one of those things that has been going around for the last four, five years. Whether since Red Dead came out, and say, oh, the next game they're doing is Red Dead Two. It's like, well, I suppose hmm. the next um, developer recently have said to her about it. So. Yeah, on, but, on yeah. Do you try after what's happened with the NX controller thing? I I don't really want to trust anything <laughs> about, <laughs> that comes to do with the NX. <laughs> but uh, Ben, oh. what would you actually want them to do next? Um, As you know, you're not their biggest fan, I know. But, no, uh, um, I guess. Well, Lemmings. A new ping pong game. Go back. <laughs> the ping I want them to make game. a new ping pong game. <laughs> they did Fair table enough. tennis that they on the Xbox 360, and then the engine for the table tennis game got used with GTA 4. So I want a it new did, table yes. tennis a game point. so that then they can use that engine to make Grand Theft Auto 6. I would, as much as I'd want them to make a new game, they did hint ages ago when they were making GTA 5 and they were talking about the online portion that they might add. The maps of various areas to the, the online. And I wonder if they'll do that still. They also said that they were going to sell yeah. the online separately, and they still haven't done that. No, I don't think they will. To be it's annoying it, it's because that's all, tons of money. that's all I want. Well, just, the game's cheap you know, well, enough. Not really. You get your money. I've got to say, I've got my money's worth out of that many times over, and I've bought it three times now. So <laughs> it says, it says it all. Um, yeah, if I was going to choose something, I probably wouldn't pick Red Dead 2. And it's, you know, it's not technically Red Dead 2, of course, because it's be the Red Dead 3, if you're going to be honest. But um, I don't know. I'd probably go Manhunt. Again, I wouldn't mind returning to that. I don't know how the hell they do it with the way things are these days. But uh, if anyone was going to try, it'd be them. Oh, they'll make it episodic like everything else. <laughs> uh, Rockstar do their own thing, to be fair. They... They're very good at that. It's like they don't. Oh, they I think don't Manhunt care what anyone work else says. Episodically, tell you the truth. I could work. Well, you know why it would work, a Manhunt game episodically, is that you could take it that Running Man idea about it one step further and actually make it a TV show, like Running Man, where you have different episodes each week, and that's how you do it. But yeah, that there's where episodic stuff could work for Manhunt. But uh, elsewhere, nah, they, they really don't need to do that. Um, Aaron, what about you? What would you think or would like to see Rockstar do next? To be honest, I've never really been much of a Rockstar fan either. But um, the last time I really liked Rockstar was when I did Grand Theft Auto 2. It is going back quite <sighs> a long way, I suppose. <laughs> The hidden gem is GTA 2. It's like it introduced a lot of the stuff that came into the later games. And yeah. It's a bit sadly overlooked because it's the top-down stuff. But they had the whole playing gangs off against each other in it, and it was really cool for that. And I don't think any other GTA games since have really captured that the same way. No, to be honest, so I, think, tried, but... I think... Yeah, they completely yeah, lost a they... the charm of Grand Theft Auto after 2, which is why I liked the game in the first place. I mean, yes, it was a sandbox game. You could do pretty much what you like. But when you had loads of people 
joining your same LAN game at the same time. It was just so much fun. It was just complete mayhem and everything. But then they suddenly brought out Grand Theft Auto 3, and I was just like, just not the same. They lost a charm. Everything went a little bit too serious. And I was like, uh, and then, yeah, that was just it for uh, Rockstar and me, basically. So but what you're saying yeah. is you want the next Grand Theft Auto bit to be Grand Theft Auto London again? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, GTA London is great. Dig out Chinatown Wars. That's probably the best combination of old and new. If you're going for, but what yeah, I'm really the old annoyed style about, of gaming. yeah, what's really annoyed about is that uh, Sony never bought out Getaway Three. Do you know that Getaway Three turned into Home? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a really sad thing. I tell you what, it. I tell you what, I probably saw as much thrilling action in Home as I ever did in Getaway One or Two. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, I, in all yeah. fairness, of all cities to set an open world game in, the city where traffic never moves is probably not the one. They just set in Scarborough. We've got all the all the games. Set Scarborough, but, but you have to admit, London was done just perfectly in that game. Yeah, I mean, there's still stuff to this day. I whenever I visit London, I go, ah, oh, I remember that from the getaway. That's it. And literally, that's it because I hate London most of the time. So <laughs> going in there and see that, yeah, it's a. Uh, Interesting. It would be nice to see a game that really captures London properly. I mean, there were aspects of it in uh, Zombie, you know, the Wii U game that became a PS4 game. But yeah, it actually sort of kind of got that London vibe quite nicely. And it was like, in the fact that it still looked like London despite the zombie apocalypse. Um, yeah, it's fantastic stuff to see. But yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see Get Away again. Yes, uh, only don't like to go back to stuff all that often these days and uh, they're not well, talking of it English hmm no oh, yeah and Somniac are now back in their little break with Xbox and we'll see doing uh, Ratchet and Clank on cheap and yeah so they've got something to do next so I wonder what that'll do they could well be doing resistance again but I, I kind of, again I kind of hope not because well, no, I think they've it's given just... up on that. Sony owns the IP, though. Yeah, that's it. And like I said, Insomniac are back in fold on it. So they've obviously had their free time to do what they want, but like make Fuse, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> that was bad. I, 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 it's, I still got... Like Hayes. Yeah, but when you think about where it comes from, yeah, but this is, this is where it's comparable. Insomniac's even compared to Resistance, it's like Fuse is just so... Eh. Yeah, Resistance 2 really had their problems and you know, really bad problems, but they were imaginative and they were at least... I still have a save file for the, the amazing beta, closed beta test for Resistance 3 just because the name of this, uh, the file was so cool. I have to keep it forever. <laughs> Girl with a stick. Anyway, we get, yeah, we're getting off track slightly, so... <laughs> Um, we didn't ask Kevin. Kevin, if you're alive. Da, 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 da. Yes. You, you honestly sound like you're jumping back on, into the room every time I ask for you. No. To do next. What were you going to say? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly heard like a silence. I don't know if anyone was talking, so. 
Oh, that okay. would be Don't interesting to see was. what Rockstar game you want to have to exist. Possibly, maybe, kind of. Alien Noir that was two. It, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Don't I enjoyed happen. the first one, and it was really good. The story was fun. The missions were fun, but make it a bit more open world, like Grand Theft Auto Five. So there's more to the game than just the main missions, and you know, not just like. Here's a side mission once or twice. Make it a bit more open world, like more stuff happening. And then I think it could just do well. Because I enjoyed it. So why yeah. not? Going back to what you were saying, Ben, earlier about with uh, table tennis being like the prototype for GTA 4. Um, it's almost like that L.A. Noire was the prototype for GTA 5 because it was very bare bones in other departments, but they obviously spent a lot of money on trying to get this face stuff right and convey well, certain was story the things. Well, the physics engine. That was the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see what you mean. Uh, every yeah, every game that they like make that. is a prototype for the next GTA. Quite honestly, yeah, if you much. look at Max Payne, they took the shooting mechanics of Max Payne and added them to, into Grand Theft Auto V. Which was a great idea, definitely. Yeah, a great like, idea. Everything that they do is a prototype for how it will work in Grand Theft Auto V or in the next G. In my opinion, Alex. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much say the same because you could say the same of um, State of Emergency came out before GTA Three was very much a pro uh, prototype for that, and I was in between. You know, I think Bully is one of those ones that doesn't feel like that. It almost feels like it's a separate thing that's, you know, it's taking what it's learned, they've learned from Grand Theft Auto and just applied it to a different type of game. And I think that's where that and Red Dead sort of stand out a bit more because you can tell they put a bit more into them. I mean, again, you could say Red Dead's online multiplayer was the natural progression of GTA 4s and then that goes into GTA 5s. Yeah, and also, as you said, again, Max Payne 3 also had a part of that. Again, that multiplayer idea evolved over about four or five games, which is that's the way you want to do it with your company. If you're going to put out the old game here and there, uh, not you know six different versions of the same game every couple of years, Ubisoft, and that's yeah, it's a good business model for Rockstar. It clearly works. Um, it's very but, iconic. Uh, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> You can call it iconic. I just, you know what? Say, going back to that, I still laugh to this day now that in the m months running up to Watch Dogs release, you know, post GTA 5, about people who trash talk GTA 5 going about, oh, but Watch Dogs looks so much better. It's going to be so much better open world and do things GTA 5 could never do. It's like, yeah, it was boring. It did that very well. It's, well, it's, it's definitely was better than GTA at that. It being more credit boring. for that, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is one game that I'd like to see Rockstar go back to. Ooh, Even yeah. though they didn't make it themselves, they were the ones who published it. Um, Oni. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely love that game. Uh, Bungie did that, I believe. Did you yeah, just Bungie say Bony? Yes, they did, yes. No, yeah, Oni. Oni. Well, Oni. Yeah. O-N-I. Oni, yeah. Oh, okay. I understood that you said Pony. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's something I have missed out on. <laughs> oh, play it. Seriously, you've really got to play that game. Yeah, uh, if you game. have played... Oh, what's that game? 
it was a Konami game or Capcom game? It was kind of similar. Uh, they had like a combo like you could actually press, press, and it can take out different enemies for certain combinations when you do different skills. And then it also had a certain point. Oh, that's it. Remember me. Remember me. Remember me. That's uh, Don't Nod who did Life is yeah. Strange. Yeah. It's kind of funny that you couldn't remember it. but yeah that game just basically screamed immediately on you for me and it plays yeah it was that's you know you mentioned that 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 does remind me of that very much so yeah yeah it's probably why i quite liked it actually thinking about it yeah as you say, I kind of forgot Rockstar had any involvement with that. It's surprising to think Bungie had any involvement with it because it was actually decent. But, yeah. Uh, they didn't make it, think. but I think they own the license to it. I'm not sure anymore. But yeah. yeah. Love to see a sequel to that game. I was going to say, well, a, few of the, a few of the games that we're asking have sort of been played into GTA V now. It's like, there is a Manhunt-esque stuff in the online now. There's LA Noir stuff in the in the main game. You actually get to do detective missions. You know, there's a bit of Max Payne in there. There's a bit of Midnight Club in there. It's Red Dead even to a degree. There's stuff from all their catalog just pushed into this big package that they just sort of built up over the last what nearly you know, two and a half years. Three and a half years, isn't it? Yeah, two and a half years. Yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting to see where that goes, but. We all seem to think different things will be coming. No one mentioned Agent, I noticed, which is uh, obviously never ever going to happen. And uh, or Beta Rater. No Beta hey, Rater. Unless that's the game they've been working on for the last four years. Oh, which apparently Agent is will just be released tonight. Yeah, at the PSN it. store. Just it will appear. Things obviously they can't go back to, like The Warriors you know, was a good one, but uh, Muggler's Run. That was, you know, that's a bit of that's in GTA 5 now, so probably wouldn't get done. I also forgot they made the, the um, published the Italian job game as well. Think about it. It's probably one of the weakest games they've ever done, thinking about <laughs> staying so. uh, Yeah, and there was one more, I was just trying to think of the last game, and it was like, yeah, it's Frasher, present, presents uh, Skate and Destroy. So, oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Oh wow! Yes. Oh wow! I don't Not remember missed. that one. Uh, well, this is way, way. I mean, this is like nineteen ninety-eight. This is just before the first Grand Theft Auto, I think. But yeah, so as you know, there's lots of stuff. But there we go. Well, I, well, I got slightly knocked off track of what I was talking about with games I played, but we were talking about Rockstar and stuff, so and the Bully and Manhunt stuff. So it seemed right to do. Um, but I'll quickly just mention Fallout Floor. floor. Fallout Floor. Yeah, I suppose most people would call it Fallout Floor. Um, it's, I just played the DLC, which I didn't expect much, but you know, robots, make your own robots, fine, brilliant, great. Just not much in the way of story to it. Uh, good nods back to the old Fallout games, but yeah, it's you know, if you paid eight quid for it, you'd probably be just about satisfied. Yeah, not not a great start. It does feel like a very much a warm up for the big, big expansion out in May for me. And it wasn't on last week, so I didn't really get to talk about it at all. Which is uh, I played uh, Republic Remastered, 
which Gary, I know you've played the original version of that game, haven't you? Which game was it? Republic. Republic. Yes, I played the, the yes. tablet version, yeah. So did you play every episode with that or did you Yes. No, I finished that game. That game was did. phenomenal. Oh you finished that game? Yeah, it was really good and it did and you know the world building and the story behind it. I mean, it's it's very slow burning and you know, it gets you into and, it bit by bit. And then you hit that WTF moment. Yeah, episode four. <laughs> it's just like completely, it turns into a survival horror for a whole episode. <laughs> and it's just like, what? It's like, it's like where does this come from? But you realize why, obviously, at some later point, but it's just, it's mad what's going on. And I think that's probably my biggest criticism of the game in its story is that it doesn't tie up its loose ends and doesn't really explain very well what it wants to try and get across. It's a shame because it, the ideas that are there are really good and it's just you'd like to see them do this sort of thing again. I think the studio is called Camouflage. I think they're French studios. So, again, some good studios coming out of France at the minute. And, yeah, it's quite cool. I mean, considering what it was being a tablet game, it's spruced up nicely. Pretty yeah. decent, and uh, yeah, there's some technical issues which are a bit. Yeah. It's like this transition between cameras takes a bit too long, and the load times are terrible at times. And which is so screen. weird because they they were unbearable on the tablet too, and I was like, oh my god, what's yeah. happening? It's like they and you would the think they would fix it they've on changed the PS4. It. Yeah, I mean that's literally it. they've just upped the engine to the Unity Five, I think it is, and they've done nothing else to iron out any of the other problems that were in the game. So, and the other big thing, which is very much a, a thing of the late 90s, early 2000s, is the old Capcom different camera of you walking the wrong way nonsense, which can happen. But you obviously transition between two cameras, and then because you're still pressing the same direction, it's now at a different angle, you walk away again. And so you have to go back to the same last angle. So you're taking five six seconds for each camera to reload and then you're going back and forth back and forth and you want to throw the control out the window for its being so incompetent it's, it's these things are the, the shame for me it could have been a really really great game it's just who played with stuff that's lazy and if it, it's the fact that they were there in the original version of the game and they've bothered to you know redo all the graphics and stuff but not take out any of the problems with the game it's yeah so it's a flawed gem and i i think it's you know for an episodic game it's structured really well in the way it does it i mean the cliffhangers aren't like we have a jaw droppingly gracious they're just good they're, they're just structured like they should be i find and not blown out into oh this major thing must happen at the end of the episode because it's the end of the episode it's a couple of them are very subtle and well done. It does remind me a lot of Bioshock, I would say. Would you agree on that one, Gary? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, this whole secret society away from the rest of humanity, that sort of thing, and uh, this mystery behind everything that slowly gets unfurled as you go on and on. But it's, yeah, I, and I, I think it stood up to the plate on that front. You know, Bioshock's obviously, you know, a big thing to go against if you 
comparing games in terms of story and yeah i think it it did a good job and like i said before i think it would definitely benefit from them doing a new game having learned from all this having learned how to fix mistakes instead of just upgrading the graphics and leaving everything else yeah that, that's pretty much all else i wanted to talk about is yeah uh, it's it it's one of those games like i say it's flawed enough that you, it's not great but you want to talk about it because of what's in it it's, which is so much it's one of those thinky piece games if you will and i think it could be a bit of marmite for console fans mainly but for me i quite liked it so anyway let's get back to talking about other things um, we already posted the Resident Evil special podcast we did last year, which I think you were on, Gary. You were yes. on that last year when we did that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we was... reposted that for the 20th anniversary, which was this week. But not everyone was on that podcast at that time, because uh, obviously we weren't all doing it, this uh, podcast game at that time. But, but yeah, so Resident Evil is 20, so... We'll have a little chat about it. Obviously, there's just been a three-hour podcast put up again. You'd listen to out on PlayStation Universe, so if you want to see that again or listen to that again, it's there. Where we pretty much talk about everything Resident Evil based, including why Dane has some insane taste in Resident Evil games. He doesn't like remake and likes Operation Raccoon City, which is madness. And that's why Dane's not allowed on podcasts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We can't have this kind of radical thinking. <laughs> so he likes all the games no one else does. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so Aaron, as you're there, are you a fan of Resident, Resident Evil? I well, let's put it this way: I played the first four to death, pretty much, uh, especially number two yeah. because, well, yeah, that's really pretty much hit me with like the most perfect Resident Evil game you could actually probably make. Yeah, I think most people probably agree with that. Well, at PCU anyway. I think most (laughs) people probably just say, oh no, 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 no. It's definitely Resident Evil 4 and I'm like, just no. No. Uh, We we had this whole debate on that podcast about that. Yeah, so... Yes, it, it has good things about it great moments about it but it is ultimately the death knell for the series because they went and learned the wrong things for the series going forward from that game it stopped being horror that's what i thought but i mean for an action game it was fantastic absolutely amazing Mm. for a horror game it was crap so i I loved what it was basically yeah, EA's managed to spread and get that process sped up very quickly with Dead Space, where they went from more horror with a bit of action to yeah, less, and and less, and less and less like, in the space what? of three games. <laughs> that wasn't a <laughs> Dead Space visceral, three game. <laughs> to the point where Visceral then, out of three Dead Space games, they were like, you know what, we haven't got you doing action enough games. Here, do Battlefield instead. <laughs> 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 I think the co-op uh, horror version of Dead Space 3 was pretty well done. It's good. This is it. It's the same argument you can make for Resident 4. It's good, but not for the right reasons. Well, no, the it's good that it takes... Web... 
the fact that the second player can see stuff that player one can't see. Yeah, no, it, that is good. It's a good mechanic, and that is totally on visceral. Like that, I don't even believe for a second EA had anything to do with that beyond saying we want multiplayer in this somehow. Co-op, okay, we'll do that. And... Like uh, there was one scene where there's like he could hear birthday music, and then I could see all these like birthday presents and creepy stuff. And we'll go down <laughs> the lift, and some a woman screamed in my face, and he couldn't see any of it. See any of it? Nice. Yeah, I did yeah. play a bit of that in. Oh, it's good. Anyway, back onto Resident Evil. We go off on the old tangent yeah. train. Choo choo. Yeah. Uh, ben, there you go. You're here. What do yeah, you I'm like here. about Resi? Yeah. Uh, I like. What, I've really what's played the Resi deal? Past four. I tried five. Uh, didn't particular really like favorite? It that much. Uh, I say four. Yeah. It's, it's not a crime to like four, by the way. It's just. <laughs> it's, yeah. Some uh, of no, us are I'd more bitter about it favorite, than us. To be honest. Fair enough. Favorite moment over the series? I haven't really played enough to to say anything about that. Not even Leon's fringe. Can't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Aaron? You would say was there a favorite moment for you? I know I spoke to you about your experience with the series, but what stood out for you in those four games? Stood out for me. Well, I actually think in terms of what stood out for me was Resident Evil's. Uh, multiple playthrough uh, scenarios and everything because it was actually quite different each time and also it was the first one where you could uh, change your weapon I think it is it like a lightning gun you got or something I really can't remember if it was that one where you could add extra, extra. or you could bolt on extra stuff onto the gun and it would be even more powerful and that, that was the one yeah they definitely had it in two as well. Yeah, there was an aspect of it in two as well. Uh, that was you could improve one guns. that laid the groundwork, I think, for the rest of the series. And yeah, that's why I love two so much. It's just got everything nailed right on from the start. Ben, did you? Um, who else haven't I asked? Gary, I know we've spoken about it, but at length, but. Quickly, just say favorite Resi game, favorite Resi moment. Uh, for me, favorite Resident Evil game, uh, Code Veronica. My favorite one. Bold, bold choice. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good game. I really like Code Veronica. I thought it actually told the most cohesive story out of any of them. Story out of any of them. It did. I think it did a lot of good away from the whole Raccoon City stuff. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. and I like the whole cycle thing they did tired. with. With it as well, that was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> if not the accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite Resident Evil moment? No, I would have to say Nemesis. Um, just encountering Nemesis at random times and having to run for your life because you're like, holy shit, I got that a pistol three, and he's got a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Aaron, that wasn't free. Resident Evil Nemesis. Oh. He scared the crap out of me throughout that entire game. Yeah. Like, I'm free! Oh, he's suddenly just gone straight through a wall. What the hell? <laughs> the, the first time you realise he can go, he can open doors. Oh, you're yeah! Like... <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and I know they try to recreate that kind of tension in 6 with, um, I don't even remember his name anymore. 
Wesker's son. Not Nemesis, not just pulling that. Jake. Yeah, they try to recreate that with the monster chasing him the whole time, but it wasn't even close to what Nemesis did to you. No, and uh, again, Dead Space 2 did that at the end of Dead Space 2, and it was just terrible, frustrating nonsense when they tried to do that. It, just, it didn't replicate very well at all. Yeah, because with Nemesis, you would just be playing the game, and you just wouldn't know, you know? There's no indication. Like The, the only indication you get is like the song would start playing, like his theme song. But yeah. that's only when oh, you enter God, the yeah, area. That little piano tinkle, or, that little piano tinkle that starts that off. It's just like, oh, one of the most dread-inducing things of my younger years, just hearing that and hearing the sound, and, especially when you hear a door open with it. And it's just like... <laughs> and, like, it's great. They gave you, like, great rewards for fighting him, you know? It's like, don't just run yeah. from him. There's good rewards for killing him, you know? That's it. Yeah. As much as you know, free got a little more actiony than the previous two. You had choice still. You know, you could just sort of evade and get back. You know, four did start to strip that choice away from you a bit more. Where it was like, you know, get in the face of these, you know, roundhouse kick these guys in the face, that sort of thing. It's it was nice that it was still that balance. I think that's showing that you can make Resi more actiony while still having that horror aspect yeah it was different it was, horror it was, it was like attention horror you know it's like oh my yeah. god being chased by this dude well, yeah. what am i supposed to do i can't get away i keep running away but he keeps following me it's, it goes from being what's around this corner of the first two games to what's behind me what's in front of, what could be coming from any angle right now it's a it's a new edge of uncertainty i've had with nemesis yeah. yeah, fantastic game as Nemesis, but yeah, it's first four games, and when I say four games, I include Code Veronica because that came out before four. Those four games are just perfection. Uh, we've talked before about Outbreak being something that Capcom should do again, but no, they want to make Operation Raccoon City again with the newest one. Of course, well, because Outbreak, it Outbreak so just... well last time. I, I blame Dane. Yeah, Dane just... obviously went to Capcom and said, "I'll fund it." <laughs> I mean, so, so don't you have to fund them for Street Fighter Five? Microsoft had to fund them for Dead uh, Dead Rising Three. So obviously, Dane has funded them for Operation Raccoon City Two. Clearly, yeah. Gave some some chewing gum or something like that. Just some some change you found in his pocket. Quite <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, right, the only person. Yeah, go on, Gary. Um, I was going to say, quite honestly, I think that game that's coming out is made for the shooter fans, and I think Resident Evil is going to go back to its roots and make it survival horror. I really hope that's the case. I really do, because it's proof in the pudding. Remake coming out on PS4 last year was just showed it can be done, and people will like it still in the modern day. I'm wondering whether Resident Evil 2 Remake is going to be the one where they'll see whether it's viable to actually have a game like that again, rather than what they've been doing lately. If I think it they could find a good work... mix. Yeah. yeah, because Resident 2 has stuff that you could easily implement into a more action-y game. I mean, Resi 2 could be more Dead Space 2-esque in its pacing, I think, and it would work really well. I think we'll uh, see at E3. I think both Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 7 will be shown at E3. Yeah, two definitely. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll see at least 
something of both. There'll just yeah, be a Resident Evil one. Capcom D3, to be honest. You do wonder if Sony is going to be putting their hands in the pocket again on that one. Well, probably. Yeah, to give think the fans if what they Resident want. Evil is still a viable option. Or yeah, well, Devil May Cry is obviously coming back as well. They've hinted at that, so probably be an announcement on that. Capcom could be back in business this year with a few things. If they do it right. If they do it right. Yeah. The thing is, three Resi games announced around the same, you know, I know one's obviously we know about now, which is this online shooter one. Yeah. Then having two, and then having another new Resi game. And don't forget, a lot, a lot of Resi. Six, five, and four. And yeah. there's a movie. But yeah, of course, that's out this The week. third CG but, movie as well. Oh, yeah. Really? So they are going full on to sort of make this a big event, you know. Six is birthday the, and, next week, isn't it? Yeah, yep, Struck, I'm like, how much do we know the price of it yet? Twenty bucks. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing fifteen pounds. Thanks. It will take. Yeah, here. So fifteen ninety nine. I'd imagine going by our usual yeah, store. Yeah, about that. If you prices. if you pre order at Amazon, I, I guess at least in the US, you can get it for fourteen ninety nine. Nice. I'm tempted because I've never played six. So. Ben. Uh, I think JP has the uh, yeah. yeah JP has the fun <laughs> of reviewing that one. I think so. just play Wheel's oh, campaign and don't don't continue further. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, all going well. I should be uh, bagging the redo of Resident Evil Four at the end of the year, which I said I haven't played it since I played it on PlayStation Two. So that game could not possibly have aged well after all. It this. should come with the control, the chainsaw controller. <laughs> what, what, you're gonna release that the PS4 version, and then you'll get the PS2 classic like the the same week. But you can no, probably no, play no, it on every. Actually, I just thought we're gonna get the PS4 version, then we'll get the PS2 version, and then we'll get the PS4 VR version. Yeah, and there's gonna be so many differences between all of them. And then we'll get the PS4K version. Oh, I can't believe that's actually real as well. Resident Evil 4K. Oh no! If that's going to happen, that's a guarantee. <laughs> but I, I can't and believe they're actually it doing a four point five place. And then the calculator will play Resident Evil Four. Yeah, I didn't want to talk too much about the four K stuff this week, just because it's still not really out there as much as there have been a lot of confirmation, as you will, of rumor, confirmation of rumors, if you will. Um, I think we'll save that for a, a quieter week, if you will, and definitely talk about that at length because it's definitely something worth having a bit of a debate about. Um, I just wanted to announce all the different versions of Resident Evil 4 that will exist and possibly have Yeah, existed. that's it. You've leaked it now, so you've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> um, I believe Kevin's away from keyboard, so and I'm not sure he had anything to say on Resi, so that's fine. So I think that wraps us up for this week, guys. So boot. We're hoping to have Mr. Chris Clement on to host this week, but his plans have helped him evade us this week. So we'll hope to get him back he's too to busy try and do that the again in the future. Again. Yep, he's too busy fixing them numbers, they say. Um, so yeah, we will be back next week with the 115th edition of this podcast, I imagine, in case we forget the numbers, of course, in which case it could be anything. Um Anyone have any shout out type things to do? Ben, you're usually right yeah, for shout outs. Yeah, I've got my shout-outs. new shout outs if that's okay. 
Yeah, uh, shout out to Evolve Male, Samus Rageborn. He still listens to the podcast every so often. He probably listened to this this week. Um, and a shout out to Phoenix Down Radio. They're a hundred dollars short off their target for the thousand uh, dollar Twitch stream that they plan to do to try and get to FanFest in October. Um, so not long now. You can do it, bros. You can do it, brah. Um, <laughs> and a shout out to Klaus from Phoenix Down Radio because I know he listens to the podcast. Hello, Klaus. Remember to listen with your ears and don't crash. No crashing, Klaus. No crashing. <laughs> Excellent. Does anyone else have shout-outs? Uh, Gary? Uh, just to the listeners and the fans. Yes, that's it. And also probably mentioned that we'll be doing a comic book podcast straight after this that you'll probably find around the same sort of time on the old internet. So we'll probably just waffle on for a bit about which is better. Is our usual thing. Hey, Gary. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Aaron, what about you? Yeah, I just want to say that um, now that we're actually starting to do live broadcasts while doing the podcast, uh, it would actually be kind of cool for maybe at some point to have some listeners actually being here while we're doing the podcast at the same time as perhaps try and join in as well, depending on if we could find ways of involving the audience, which would be kind of cool. Well, we use yeah, TeamSpeak, thinking... so it just involves inviting them into the TeamSpeak. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think we'll have to set up a Twitter account for this podcast in particular because, yeah, we then have control over to interacting with people. But uh, generally, we go on about 8 o'clock-ish, half 7, 8 o'clock on a Saturday, depending on what's going on. And I know, obviously, a lot of people are out partying. Sometimes I am too. Last week I was, but there you go. Um, yeah, so you can always sort of catch us there, the stream. Uh, we'll try and get info out. I said we'll try and set up an, a Twitter account, I think, just to sort of cover that so that people know when we are on and about. And we'll go through PSU, obviously, to tell you what the new Twitter account is for and Shane. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Get more people involved and maybe get some. People involved in the games we're playing while the streams are on. We wonderful, yes. So, um, Kevin, are you there or not? I winded whistles. So Kevin is away. Uh, that's fine. Kevin will be back next week. Let's say goodbye, guys. Oh, and, uh, dramatically as that happened, my wife Ooh, tried to bang the door open, <laughs> as if to say, "No, wait, there's something else." But no, there's, there's something else. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> it turns out she was just coming into the room and giving me the baby monitor, which is fine. <laughs> I the baby wants to say goodbye. <laughs> the baby's. The, I think the baby saying goodbye at this time is not a good idea. <laughs> that thing should be in bed. <laughs> okay, so yes, I will say goodbye. So, everyone else, say ta ta. Bye. Uh, bye. There you go. Let's do it like that. Tatty bye. And see you Huzzah. next week.